Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Levi Bertie. This is another episode of the Old Nigga Section. This episode is brought to you by Spencer Snack Bar, a.k.a. the bus station in Windsor. Got some of the best burgers in America. So if you're on Bertie, go check it out. I want to first begin by telling you that if you're able to listen to this, that you're fortunate and blessed. I've had the opportunity to do community service at the church slash thrift store um, pretty recently. And I must say that a lot of things just make me feel different and it brings me a different type of appreciation. You know, even with me considering myself poor, I realize that I have too much when I look at what others lack. I mean, it can be the little things, just just clothing. I mean, just good clothing and stuff like that. I, I throw away clothes. I fuck clothes up. And, you know, it's people who really need clothes. I got shoes in my closet that I ain't going to never wear again. But instead of that, instead of me keeping them in the, you know, just not wearing them, I really need to take them out there to the store. And, you know, so somebody else fortunate, you know, can be able to have those shoes and, you know, be fresh as well. You know, just I got to just view myself, you know, view myself as a rich man. You know, I am recording off a thousand dollar phone, so let's take it like that. So I recently hit thirty nine, and like I said, my views are changing on things a lot. Uh, one of the things that's getting to me is health. It's something that you know us as black people and black men really don't take seriously. I know I shouldn't eat fried foods, just like my dad told me. He also died of a heart attack. You know, but I still do it. Now at fifty, if I end up having a heart attack. I think about those Bojangles days, you know, and, and look at that as the thing, part of the thing that's hurting me. You know, I got to, I really got to think ahead. You know, I got a couple of my homeboys who just gave up um, pork and beef and I got to, you know, and they losing weight, you know, so that's something I really got to start looking at and considering because shit, I really want to, I really want to be here. You know, I've, you know, the changes that I've been making have just been small, but, you know, big for me. Like I used to smoke Newports. And, you know, recently I would feel my breathing get horrible. And I just, you know, I realized that if I lose these two lungs that I got, I'm fucked. My wife will lose a husband. My son loses a dad. And my mom loses a son. My brothers and sisters lose a brother. Y'all miss a losing nigga to listen to in podcast world. And, you know, my friends lose. And, oh, God, it's so sad. See? And all that sadness all over some fried chicken. It makes me want to eat cleaner and be the best version of myself, you know, because I am going to Greece and this shit, so I need to look like a Greek god. But, you know, that's, I probably have a belly, so just keeping it real. You know, now, one of the things that actually made me stop wanting to eat meat is, you know, I'm thinking about the animals. And, you know, sometimes you just lose, you just, we just lose a respect for life. Like, for me, you know, even if it's a bug or something in the house, I'll try to catch it and throw it outside versus killing it. Wife would just kill it. She ain't got no, she ain't got no problem with it. But I be trying to respect life. You know, because I saw a video of like a cow going into the little machine, the little belt that would, you know, chop it up. And you could just hear it screaming. And I was just like, yo, man, it ain't worth it for that damn burger, man. It ain't. It ain't worth it, you know what I'm saying? Like pigs and all the motherfuckers, they know when the when that gun come out and they about to die. It's like, cause they think like we think, you know what I'm saying? The shit is, <sighs> God, it's so sad. And see, I'm sorry, I ain't even really want this to get sad today, but fuck it, this is what I want to talk about. So 
hopefully, hopefully y'all keep listening. Y'all keep listening to it. Now, so for some of the people up here, I want to ask you a few questions. Did you wake up in a position you didn't see yourself in 10 years ago? Now, you're probably asking yourself why, how, and what to do, and how to change that. Most of us have a difficult time coming out of fucked up mistakes that we made. But I think that's the first part of it. You got to tell yourself that you created this. And for me, as a hard-headed motherfucker, it took me years to understand that. I'll give you an example. I was without my license for the past 10 years, um, up until earlier this year. And that's all because I didn't pay tickets on time or be mindful of it or even respect the law. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus had a line that um, I got caught tomorrow. I ain't even go. And that shit was dumb as hell because I'm broke, nigga. So that shit fucked me right on up. Jesus got money. He can get a lawyer. I can't afford that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, so it's easy to make an excuse to say why something why something took took place or why something happened. You know, you can always put blame on others, but it's very, very hard to walk past that mirror. Look yourself in the eye and tell yourself that exact same thing. You know, you may have made a mistake. You know, you put yourself in debt and you got to ask yourself, how the fuck do I get out? I don't make enough money to make it. You know, and for me, you know, as a person who I consider myself pretty poor, I ain't got no answer for it, and I'm actually searching for a solution as well. I try to look at my wife and go, how does she do these things? I look at my friends who who, uh, who are better money managers and stuff and just ask small questions just to get, you know, little little tips and stuff that I can use for myself because, I, you know, it's, it's something that you, nobody wants to admit. When shit, when shit was fucked up with me, I didn't want to talk to nobody about it and tell them, like, you know... Hey man, how do you do this? How do you do that? Now at this age, I'm like, man, I, I I can't I can't live like that. That's not gonna work. So I have to start asking these questions. You know, for me, I got damn champagne dreams of quarter world of money. You know, that's a pretty pretty bad situation. You know, anybody know me? I you know, I tell them all the time, I'm Levi. You know, I thought at least by thirty, I'd be awesome. And nah, nah, I wasn't. I was a fucking loser. I couldn't drive. I ain't had a license. I was alone, like really alone, until Terrence, Kyle, or Timbuka came by the house. And I was in Charlotte. Them were some really fucking depressing fucking days. And I lost just because I didn't listen. I sit in the mirror, tell myself lies to make myself feel better about losing. And I wouldn't take good advice because you can always gauge where you are. Just, you know, by a woman that you're around because, uh, you know, a real woman in your life, she's going to tell you that she'll, she's going to tell you a loser. She's going to also tell you how to bounce back and how to get yourself, how to get yourself going and give you some kind of guidance. Um, that's one thing I've learned about women. Women will always be the, the women that have come in my life and of my life. They've always been able to tell me stuff I didn't want to hear, but I always knew it was the truth. You know, now I would previously get real defensive. You know, and fail to look at myself and say, hey, brother, it's you. You know, nobody but you is the problem. Um, and now, I've, you know, maybe the past two years, I've, you know, I've, I've looked in the mirror a lot more. Like if somebody say something about me or make a, a judgment about me, I look in, look in the mirror and say, Levi, is that you? And if it is, you like, yo, you, you need to own that shit and make a change or, or do something. You know, so hopefully during the duration of this show, 
you know, I'll be able to tell you some good stories about me bouncing back, you know, being financial free and all of these things. Now, let's talk about some fun stuff. Speaking of some bouncing, there's a lot of ass bouncing on IG nowadays. You know, I love it, but I can't really look at it like I want. Now, remind you, I told you I'm 39. So if I see a young scallywag on the, you know, net, I can, I can look, but I can't really look. Now, you know, maybe Bernice or Kim K or something like that. We in the same age group. That's cool. Nikki pre-fiance was cool. I don't fuck with her now because she got married on me. Fuck that bitch. Um, and, you know, since most of the women that's over 30, you know, they mostly got a real job. And they ain't really ain't going to be online showing their ass for free. Or showing it to anybody, to be honest. So, you know, I got to start looking for women to watch. They got on some scrubs and some nice casual work dressing. So when I like the pictures, at least give me something to like. Now, baby, listen, if I like pictures, it don't mean that I want these bitches. I just like liking pictures. I really enjoy this. So please, don't cuss me out about this. But, fellas, like I said, this is this is a good part for you. So I'm going to let you in on a top-tier tender on IG who is of age. She got a job, and we're going to call her the Jet Beauty of the Week. Her IG name is She's Full Grown. S-H-E-S Full Grown. All together. You're welcome. All right, so now I'm going back to my you know, my main point about having to go through IG. You know, I got to delete the young tenders because it's, I, I can't really do it. You know, I love watching currency posts. That big giant juice ass is jumping around, but she's 22, so I can't really look. I got to let it go. I'm 39. I can't do it. I just took. I just met my wife at a job, and I'm seeing all these little kids walking. I got to keep my eyes straight ahead. I can't look at them, even though you know they say technically they're 18, they're of age, and you could fuck them if you wanted to, or if I was single. But I cannot and will not because I'm 39 years old, man. Like what the fuck? I can't do this shit, y'all. You know, and like even the girls with the OnlyFans pages, you know, I got to, I got to stop following them because that can be real tempting. I ain't gonna lie, so I ain't never paid for one. Well, I, I did pay for a private snap. That was the most conversation I ever got out of Maya G, who's my favorite porn star, and it was worth it to me. Swag. <laughs> oh God, I can't believe I said that. I, I hope my entertainment don't get me slapped. But, you know, I'm just being honest. Like, it ain't that bad. It was actually worth it. Like I said, if I, I ain't no pay for OnlyFans. I just pay for private snap. But all of that stuff, I just got I got, I got to stop consuming it because it's too much. You know, it's just, like I said, it's, everything is different, man. You just look at shit a whole lot differently the older you get. You know, I want to, before I go, give a shout out to my homeboy Ken. Kingston is here. You know, he was the baby out of our crew. And, you know, now he got a baby, so it's like, you know, fatherhood is all over, you know, all over my whole team now. We just, hold on, we still got Shell. Shell still got a baby? Yeah. But that's about it, you know, but try to get myself prepared, you know, get ready for this new year. I got a prostate exam next year, so my virginity will be gone, and now I'm going to cry. I hope you enjoyed.